0: Welcome to Meraki Mentors, a podcast featuring women who create, we interview creatives from every field and around the globe to discuss art, risk-taking and what it means to live a creative life. Here's your host, Candace Howes. All right, welcome back to Meraki Mentors. I'm so excited to introduce our guest um, today. She is not only a creative, but has also just started an awesome um, brand to empower women, um, specifically young women. Akita, thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate um, this opportunity and this platform just to express my experience. So thank you.
0: Absolutely. Um, So I'm just going to kind of give you a moment to, I guess, sort of introduce yourself to the audience um, and just kind of give us a sense of um, just who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, So I am a i'm the ceo of a non-profit brand um i'll keep her which is a non-profit that focuses on inner inner outer alignment um through self-love self-care self-awareness and we express those things through um you know like mental health and wellness events uh we do self-care retreats and we ultimately just provide a platform for women to really be in tune with themselves
0: that's so awesome. And I know that you started outkeeper, um, as you said, like while you were in college. What was kind of like your inspiration behind it? Did it was it something that kind of happened like organically or did you plan it out and think like this is what I'm gonna do? Um, nothing was planned
1: at all. To this day, I feel like that's still one of my biggest things, my biggest challenges because um in the beginning it wasn't planned then and I but like when things roll out, it's still not playing now. Um, I'm literally kind of just like living in real, well, sharing with you guys in real time. So, okay. When I first started outkeeper, um, it started as an idea for me to be celibate. And that was a way for me to, you know, like get closer to God, get in tune with myself, and I would definitely just try my best to keep that sacred and to really just hone in on who I was Um, and then I found myself just getting into self-care more Um, and with that I would do like facials and I would also go and just like get a massage or anything that could really rejuvenate my mental health. Um, I was focused on that and then with the self love and self awareness, I've always been a writer. So I would write poetry about the different things that I was feeling on my journey. And I just found that a lot of people really started asking me for my writings. And even then, you know, when you're creative, you don't think that, or well, then I didn't even consider myself creative. I really just felt like I was growing as a woman. Um, but I've seen that a lot of people took to the things that I was putting out. And I had someone actually tell me, like, you should make this a business. And I was like, no, like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'll keep her. It's just something that I do for myself. But ultimately, when you have a gift and a purpose, you can never hold that for too long.
0: Just the fact that you have supportive people around you who are able to see, you know, your gifts and your potential I think it's just awesome when we're in that kind of space where we have a supportive community that can help us
1: yes definitely definitely because I'm big on like self-awareness so sometimes you're is a, I I feel like as a creative as a uh, entrepreneur as a woman independently you're so into your own world, you really don't get a chance to reflect and see things from another perspective, from an outside perspective, because you are constantly just moving in real time. And sometimes it could feel like you're not doing enough or you aren't producing in the way that you want to. Um, but one thing that I'm really grateful that keeper has taught me is to literally just um, trust what I'm doing and to not Um, obsessed so much over the things that are happening or that aren't happening and to just really be grateful for what I'm able to put out in order to inspire or to heal people.
0: And I know that you kind of talked about how you've always sort of been writing and Mm -hmm. I'm kind of interested in like what type of role you feel that writing or maybe just creativity in general has kind of played in your life.
1: Um, it's played a huge part in my life, um, even before I knew that it would be so significant to me, because I've always been so bedside to writing. Um, it has definitely made me more aware of society. It's made me more aware of things that I would say, especially for um, African-Americans, things that we need to really focus on and heal from and things that we could really um, a grand eyes from. Um, it's definitely allowed me to just be in tune with myself in a way that I did not even know um, that I could really be. I know a lot of the times as a creative, we feel like we're creating stuff just for us, but you are literally giving to people. Your creativity is something that should, that's a purpose and that's something that's for your gift. Um, and they all people always say like, you can't keep your gift sacred. You can't hold that. So it's a journey. I feel like each um stage in life definitely presents you with another opportunity to learn more, to create more to solve another problem. The content or the ideas that I focused on when I was in college those are things that I'm still able to touch on and help people with, but I'm also in another stage in my life. I'm happy to even be able to have a market need that consistently will need what we're producing.
0: I'm really curious, like how did you know basically or identify like who it is that you're reaching out to because I think there's so many people who like they create things and they probably have already gotten feedback but it's like pinpointing like who am I really making this for?
1: And this, like Now that my brain is big or it's growing larger, I have guys that come to me like, where's the I'll keep him? Why didn't you make it for this? And I'm just like, can women have something? Like, Can we have something just to really grow? We give y'all pieces of us all the time. Let us keep this. But, um, I really just established um, my audience because of who I, because of the place that I was creating from. I knew that I always lived from a place of abundance, um, and with that, I lived from a place of constantly like having to give something 24/7. And I know specifically for Black women, that's something that we struggle with. I've heard of something called like the super the super woman syndrome, where we take on everything. And at the time, I felt like when I began creating Outkeeper, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. Um, I didn't know that I was in a in a transition place of trying to figure out who I was and who I was coming into. And I didn't really have a sacred space to do that. And I found a whole lot of um, women around me were going through the same thing. When I started creating things, it was very... Um, attached to millennial women. I felt like millennial women could relate to the need for intimacy, the need to be their best self, the need to really just know who they are outside of society's um, pressures or like Instagram. Or um, It was just clear to me. It was very clear through the things that I had to create and through the things that was organically um, being presented to me on my journey for creating my business.
0: I really commend you on, you know, sticking to your your intended purpose and what you really want it to be. Because I think it's so easy, especially now when you think about social media and you know what's popular. But really sticking, staying true to what it is that you, um, the people that you want it to help in the first place.
1: I wanted it to be
0: very organic and very versatile and very raw
1: and authentic. Um, And I know like in a previous uh, digital article that I had published, I said that the the self-love, self-care and self-awareness process is sexier than it feels sometimes. And it is. So that same grace that you get, um, you might want, you might not be able to present that all the time so I'm really really glad that I do stick to that too like it feels good to hear that.
0: It kind of reminds me too I know that obviously like this is kind of an idea you had and it was kind of like birthed out of your own creativity but as you have grown and like the word has spread do you have a team that you work with Um, and if you do like how do you kind of make sure that that they stay on track with that and if not and you're doing it yourself how do you like keep going without getting completely overwhelmed oh that's
1: that's the question of the year
0: (laughs) oh my goodness that is
1: the question of the year so right now I do not have a team um and it Partly, it comes from me, if I'm being completely honest, as an entrepreneur, I think any creative and any entrepreneur would tell you that they're really sensitive about their brand. Um, and for me, because I, I started out keeping her by myself and it was so sacred, um, I have, I had, well, I previously had a hard time giving or trusting my brand with people um, and just trusting that they would carry it with the same passion, the same love that I do. So I do not have a team right now. Um, I would like to have a team. Um, That is one of my goals for 2020 because we think we could do everything about stuff and we can't, which is why I do get overwhelmed sometimes. I may delay some content. Um, I may come off as like trying to be a perfectionist and then I end up not putting out what I want to put out. So I think just checking myself um, and checking my ego off of, why I'm not reaching out to people um, in order f- for them to help, and just allowing myself to know that I'm doing a disservice to not only myself but to somebody else if I'm holding this mentality in because I'm not allowing other people to grow and develop. Because there's so many different things that um, I know my team will be able to yes. learn from just from working from Outkeeper.
0: That's awesome, and I'm really kind of interested too, I guess, in just what you feel are some of the pros of being a one-woman show. Like, I know you mentioned having creative control and everything, but I feel like when a person is doing something on their own, we talk so much about, like, the challenges of it and that it's hard and, like, we don't have the bandwidth to do everything, um, which is totally true, but... I'm interested in what you feel is kind of the asset of being able to, you know, run every part of your business. I'm addicted to that.
1: Um, Just the world that's opened up when you are um, a part of every single part of your journey. Like if you have a videographer, like I don't have that. So I've been learning about this videography. I've been learning about I'm learning how to debrief my content for Instagram. So that is the upside of it. I would say I love just being hands-on. I love being able to see exactly how the pieces fit together because I look at my business as a big canvas. So when I'm painting it, and when I say painting it, I mean just being able to take on these different roles. It's definitely a beautiful thing to see because I'm growing myself and I'm seeing my baby grow too.
0: Exactly or what would you say has probably been like the biggest obstacle in starting this brand? And then what would you say has probably been like your biggest accomplishment?
1: Um, Oh, I had a lot of obstacles starting the brand. Um, but I think my biggest obstacle I would have to say is just putting myself out there. Honestly. Um, I had, I probably have like a, a laundry list full of ideas and full of, content just things that I could really roll out but it's so hard when you kind of have like imposter syndrome where you feel like you have something and you didn't um not even that you didn't work for it but you just can't believe that you're in a position to even produce for it it's so much success in creating but it's significant it's the significance in creation that matters the most to me
0: so one thing I did want to say to you is like I know that you've kind of talked about how a lot of, kind of like your inspiration for I'll Keep Her came from your own personal like experiences, but have would you say that there has been like a particular person or like event or something that has had like the greatest influence?
1: I would say two people, one would be my mother. Um, that would actually be no I'll Keep Her without my mother. <laughs> And I even forgot to tell you all this, but Akiba is actually the meaning of my name. Um, And she named me Akiba, of course. So once she told me that, um, it always had a deeper meaning um, besides the platform that it's on right now. But I kind of carried that. So definitely my mother just Mm -hmm. being able to that vision from a seed that she planted so long ago. Secondly, if you know me, anybody who know me knows I love Milano Rouge. <laughs> Um <laughs> She is amazing. Just her inspiration, her authenticity um, with being so relentless, with making her dreams a reality. It, sh- it really helps me to see that you don't have to um, conform to instant gratification in order to create a brand you could have a brand that's meaningful and still have a brand that um aligns with your creative side
0: if someone was out there and like they had um you know like an idea or they're in a similar situation where like they've just kind of like been doing something and their friends and family are like girl like you should totally turn this into something what advice would you give them
1: Um, first I would definitely say pray on it. I'm really, really big on like spirituality and manifesting what you want. Um, but you can't manifest with that fear. I do know that, um, it will literally like choke you up and it will rob you of your own gifts. So I would definitely say pray on it and literally just see yourself being there. Even if you don't feel like it is something initially that you could have easily um, falling into, I think that a lot of times we're afraid to dream. We're afraid to um, just see ourselves in positions that we initially thought we could never connect to. But I think it's important to really take yourself outside of the outside of the situation, um, put your ego aside, and put your soul in check. And when you put your soul in check, it'll make you really um, think about and consider others, consider what you will be doing for others if you literally just silence that fear and take a chance. Like I remember the first time I ordered my I'll keep my t-shirts. I literally just ordered them in bulk. I think I had, um, half of my rent money, like in my bank account. And I was like, you know what? Order these shirts, pay rent. Like I was really on offense about it. And I was like, you know what? Let me just order the shirts. And I just remember the profit being crazy, like within the first or two weeks um, that I got my shirts, and just to see the power of not allowing overthinking to to trick you out of your own position. I was just like, I probably could've done so much, more, so many more things had I just jumped and not talked myself out of it.
0: That is so key. Like when you said like not talking yourself out of it, like I I felt that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know because it's so easy to do and it's really easy to like get your brain to believe like all the things that may not work or why you shouldn't do it but you have to spend you know an equal amount of effort like reminding yourself of all the reasons why you you have to and you should
1: Definitely. And I even think the small, the small habits matter in your daily life. Um, I know if you practice self-trust for me, that's a big thing. Like your body literally listens to you based off of your actions. So it's kind of like if you're in a relationship and someone tells you, I'm going to keep I'm going to show up and do this for you. And they don't do it. Your trust diminishes for that person. You aren't looking at them as somebody that you can count on, that you can put your hope in. And you kind of have to do that with yourself. Um, So I know for me, like, if I tell myself, if I create a goals list and I tell myself I'm going to do something such as like folding the laundry or taking myself out to eat that day, like I make sure I try to get it done um, within my means so that. I'm feeling satisfied um, and I'm feeling secure with trusting my word and that I've seen it manifest in my business a whole lot. Like the more small things I do personally to cater to myself and to really just um, make sure that I'm okay, the more confident I am in my business as well.
0: So I guess, obviously I have to ask like, what is, what's next for you? What's next for Alkeeper? Like, do you have any, I guess like exciting things um, coming up that you would want to share.
1: Yes, I do. Um, It's so funny, this whole podcast definitely is helping me because I was literally just about to be afraid to put out what I was gonna (laughs) do. It's gonna keep me accountable, so I will. I actually have some more apparel that I'll be launching um, in the summer. Um, And it may be a little bit before that, but definitely by the summer, my one-year anniversary is coming up in August So I'll be having an event, um, August the 28th, that I'm super, super excited about. Um, and I'm also working on getting some digital content out. Um, so the, I'll keep her Instagram page is definitely set at a foundation right now, but we have a lot of real-time content that'll be coming out so that you can keep up with different things
0: as well. That is so, so exciting. Um, Where can we um, go to like find the apparel or to just follow you and learn more about you on social media?
1: So um, my personal page is Rebelle Floor, which is R-E-B-E-L-L-E-F-L-E-E-U-R. Um and I always give people my personal page because I do post a lot of content um, before the Outkeeper page even gets it there because my following is so big there. Um, so definitely there. and if you go to my bio there, it'll also be a link that will um, link you to my link tree um, that has all of the Outkeeper digital platforms. And then the Outkeeper page itself is i l l k e e p h e r i n c. Um, on Instagram. That's also in my bio. And there you will be able to follow up with all digital um, content, any events, and any other updates that we'll have, any pop-ups, it will all be on that page.
0: I'm so glad that you share that with us. I think it's a beautiful note to, um, to not only end on, but just to kind of think and, and to keep with us. Um, and even like for everyone listening, is it's really important that you know, all of these conversations that we have, you know, where we're talking about, you know, ways to, you know, inspire each other and to improve and to keep after, you know, our goals and things, all of that is something that we're all trying to do yeah. at the same time, right? Like it's not something that you like do one day and it's over. It's yeah. like, girl, I got it. Like I'm I'm I've got this together, like, you know, reminding ourselves that we can do something or, you know, constantly um, helping ourselves to stay more focused or whatever the, the case of the topic might be. So always remember, you know, even if someone is having success or they're like sharing something with you, you know, remember that they need like that same encouragement back. Oh my gosh. yes! Yeah.
1: And just like, even this podcast, I'm so grateful that you, have this in order for um, creatives to even share their story and their journey because it's very reflective for us it's healthy for us I feel like I haven't had time to reflect so I'm grateful for this moment I really appreciate it
0: well we appreciate you so much for being here this you know this is really what it's all about whether you're known all over the world or starting something in your community. Um, you know, we're really here to, to share all of these stories and successes and failures with each other because if you're creating something, then it's a value and your experience is valuable to someone else. So again, I cannot thank you enough for spending some time with us today. Um, please, if you're listening, make sure that you check out Akiva as well as I'll keep her. And this has just been a fantastic um, time. I cannot wait to see what amazing things you have um, in the future.
1: Thank you so much, definitely. Please remind me to uh, send you a shirt because I'll definitely have one for you.
0: Oh, my goodness. I would love that. That would be so awesome. I Yes, I will make a note right now. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Meraki Mentors Podcast with Candace Howes. We're honored you chose to spend your time with us today. To learn more about today's guest or the podcast, visit MerakiMentorsPodcast.com. Don't forget to create and connect.